Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on a little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more you desire him, the less you naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Last week I had to take a week off. Life is crazy these days around here at Love's Farm. Uh, we've had so many crazy things going on. We lost power last week, so that's the main reason I wasn't able to do the podcast. Um, but yeah, we lost power in the midst of what was one of the hardest weeks of this year. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, it's like sometimes the devil's like, go big or go home. Well, I sent him home because, you know, I could easily get distracted and get discouraged, but we were able to keep our eyes on the Lord. And here we are in another new week. And I'll tell you all about some of that stuff in just a minute. Before I start our podcast, I want to thank our sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. They offer a full range of homeschool science curriculum, um, high school materials, elementary materials, and all of it is founded upon a biblical creationist viewpoint. They have online resources. They have um, virtual classes. They have now a new Exploring Creation with Mathematics program. I am really interested in that one, actually. Um, so we've used many of their resources over the years. If you're not a homeschooler, they even have resources, you know, just to disciple your family or for Bible study. Go check them out at Apologia.com. They also have some freebies that would be really helpful right now if you're just thinking about homeschooling or you're just getting started. Um, they also have a sale going Going on right now, select Apologia, save up to 25%. That ends on August 18th. And I would love for you to go check out all that they offer at Apologia.com. So let's see, where are we at? This has been a crazy, crazy, crazy time. And um, I don't even know where to begin because <laughs> did you ever have one of those seasons where you feel like no matter what you do, something goes wrong. Like literally, I would feel like I got a step ahead and then something would hit and we would be two steps behind. From the smallest things to the biggest things, it just felt like things were going wrong. Our air conditioning is still broken. For those of you following along on the air conditioning saga, it's been weeks. Um, by the time we get it back, summer will be over, but you know, that's how it goes. Then we lost power. Um, Steve's car broke completely down, um, just, and little things, you know, just tons of crazy things. All while I was trying to get my daughter Grace back to college. The week before she was leaving for uh, going back to Pennsylvania, all of these things just were like bombarding me. And, you know, it's not easy to send your baby girl off to another state, but... Um, the Lord knows, and he wants me to be faithful and keep my eyes on him. So it's a new week, and here we are, back to the podcast. And um, real quick before I start, I have to share with you an amazing story. It's a beautiful testimony of something that happened, actually, while the power's out. And I just want to share it with you guys, because I think I've shared in the past on the podcast ep um, episodes 
I'm sure I did that, and I've shared it other places on my social media, et cetera. Um, but for anyone who doesn't know, or I'll remind you of the story, I was not always a Christian. I uh, surrendered my life to Jesus in my early 20s. And my teen years and my college years were filled with rebellion and darkness. And who you see of me now and what you see of me now, just picture the opposite. That's literally who I was. Um, I wasn't walking with the Lord. I was completely lost. And I was living in a pit, basically. It's amazing I'm still alive, sometimes I think. But the Lord protected me. And in my early 20s, I met my husband. And after I met him, my life began to turn around. Um, and we started to, you know, go back to church, the church, the denomination that I had grown up in. Um, but I wouldn't say that I had a relationship with Jesus at all. So I was attending church, seeking out truth, but I didn't really understand yet what that was. And at that very same time, I began working um, in a health spa. And I met a girl there who changed my life forever. And we literally worked together for like a month, <laughs> just a very short time. And that month that she worked there, I believe God set her there for so many purposes. She talked about Jesus literally like all the time. And even if she wasn't talking about him, you she just radiated Jesus. And I just was so in awe of her and how she had this love for Jesus. And her faith was just, it wasn't just like this thing. You could see she was living it out. It's who she was. And so <clears throat> she... um I started to talk to her and I, I started to say, yeah, you know, I go to church like, you know, because I was going at the time, but I really, like I said, I still didn't have an understanding of the Bible. I'd never opened a Bible. And um, so she encouraged me to get a Bible and she started to invite me to her home and she would read the Bible to me. She would explain it to me. And she told me many times the gospel. She would say, look, I, I understand you're saying that you've lived a rough life you know, life, but Jesus for, you know, he's the answer. You will be forgiven and you will have eternal life. And I would be in awe of that, but I still didn't accept that. I would sort of just think to myself, well, that's a great story for other people, but she doesn't know what I have done. There's no way this Jesus could be the answer to all that I have done. That's just impossible. And so I tucked a lot of what she taught me in the back of my head, um, in the back of my mind. And I was you know, I was really seeking um, truth. And so she encouraged me to get a Bible. She read the Bible to me. And, and then I started reading the Bible on my own. I got married and she actually sang at my wedding. And then I had my first baby and we lost touch. I had moved away. And, you know, just one of those things, we kind of lost touch. She got married, she had a baby and we kind of lost touch. <clears throat> and when we lost touch, we I started to really seek the Lord more and more. And we ended up going to a non-denominational Bible teaching church. And I heard that very same message there again about Jesus is, you know, the answer and believe in him and you have salvation. And it all just started to click. And so everything she taught me finally clicked and made sense. And even though we lost touch, I thought of her constantly and I realized how much she changed my life, how she planted the seeds. She didn't see the harvest, but she planted the seeds. And over the years, I have tried to contact her. I've 
gone on Facebook, you know, and <clears throat> tried to friend her. I thought I found her at one time, but, you know, it seemed that she wasn't active really in her Facebook. I never was able to find her. And so <clears throat> I was talking recently with my husband about it. And I was like, you know, someday I'm just going to have to see her in heaven again because she has never seen the fruit of her labor. She knew that she... Like she probably knew she taught me stuff, but she never saw that I have a relationship with Jesus, that I taught my kids in the Lord, that I have a ministry, that I teach Bible studies. She never saw any of this. And so it always amazed me, and I've talked about it before on the podcast and other places, how, you know, just the power of one person, like you don't realize the what God can do just by you obeying and living out your life in truth. Because she didn't really have to do anything. She spoke about Jesus. She taught me the Bible. But honestly, she didn't have to do any of that. I saw Jesus in her. I saw him in her being. And I was attracted to that and I wanted to know more. And she planted so many seeds, even though she didn't see the harvest, because of her, just the way she lived her life. I, in turn, accepted Jesus, raised my children the Lord, have a ministry, speak across the country, do all these things. And I know that the ripple effect has been huge, all because she told one person, me, about Jesus. The ripple effect has been huge. I reach thousands of people around the world every week, and it's incredible, right? And so I've always thought about what a reunion it would be if I sometime just saw her somewhere, you know, or I ran into her. I always had this picture in my mind, maybe I'll just run into her somewhere and I'm just going to hug her and be like, you don't know, you don't know what you've done, like you changed my life. Or, you know, I just would think someday in heaven, we're going to have this reunion. So last week when the power was out, you know, I had told Steve recently about how much I wish I could find her, but I was kind of... um resigned to the fact that I wouldn't this side of heaven. And so last week, the power was out, and it was dark one night. And, you know, it's dark when you don't have power. And so I was up in my room with my phone, like, texting somebody or just doing something. It was so hot. I was sweating hot. It was pitch black. And Steve comes upstairs, and my as he's coming upstairs, my phone starts ringing. And I look at it, and I go, I don't recognize the number, so I'm not going to answer it. How many of you do that out there? I do it all the time. (laughs) I'm not a phone person at all. And if I don't know who it is, I'm really not a phone person. So I'm like, I don't know who that is. I'm not going to answer it. And he's like, no, answer it. And by the time he said that, the call had hung up. So then I see him, like, texting somebody. And then he's like, it's going to ring again. Answer it. And I'm like, what are you, like, what's going on? So the phone rings and I'm like, I'm not answering. I don't know who it is. And he takes the phone and he answers. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. And he's like, talk. And he gives me the phone. He's like, just talk. And I'm like, hello. So confused. And I hear this voice. And I hear this voice say, hi, Karen. This is Natalie. We work together at the health spa. And literally in that moment, I started screaming. I'm like, am I dreaming? Is this like, I know the first thing I said, I go, is this real? Because in that moment, I thought there's no way this is real. I was so confused. So Steve had apparently found her and said for my birthday, he would love it if she could call me. It's been 20 years since I've spoken to her. So I'm like, 
oh my goodness, I'm just like freaking out on the phone. I'm screaming. I'm like, am I dreaming? This this is happening? She's like, yeah, this is this is Natalie. Your husband found me and he asked me to call you. And I'm like, what? So he leaves the room. It's literally still pitch black in my room. I can't see anything, but I'm hearing this voice on the other end. You know, here I had been having a really rough day. It's I'm sweating. It's dark. I'm frustrated with the power. I'm, you know, feeling all these emotions about sending my daughter back. And every little thing had gone wrong that week that could go wrong. And the voice of an angel is coming through my phone. And I'm just like, what is going on? Now, it wasn't quite the reunion I had pictured in my mind, this someday beautiful reunion. No, I was a blubbering fool because I'm over there like, you don't know, you changed my life. And, you know, I'm just like crying. And it was just amazing. And she's like, really? Like, she literally had no clue. She's like, I just was living my life. I can't believe it, you know, and so we talked for a while and it was amazing because she and I had so much in common now. She homeschools, she has four children. It's just so cool. We haven't met in person yet, but we're planning on it. And I just wanted to share that story because I feel like it's such a testimony of, you know, just being obedient to the Lord. You never know the effect you can have on someone. And I'm just so grateful for that gift that we were able to speak. And even though I was a blubbering fool, I know that God will um, hopefully use, you know, my story for her as an encouragement to her because she's just like, this is humbling and it's an encouragement. She's like, because I'm not like this perfect walking with the Lord person, but, and I'm like, in my eyes, she was this, you know, just epitome of, you know, this perfect Christian. And she's like, you know what, I, I've had a hard time and things and, you know, I'm just, I was just doing what I was, you know, just living her life, but I saw Jesus in her. So be encouraged that you can make a difference in someone's life. Okay, so that's my story, but I wanted to talk today on today's podcast about um, this idea of like finding yourself, you know, like the whole world out there is like, um, you know, you've got to find yourself and who are you and what's your calling and all of that. And, you know, we haven't really found ourselves till we have found ourselves in Christ. And I think one of the reasons our lives get so complicated and we can't live simply is because we're all running around looking for something that we already possess. We're all running around looking for something and we have it already. We have Christ we have all we need. If you guys are not part of my Simply Living for Him online community, we are in the middle of a Simplify Your Life Bible study, which has been amazing. Um, I've gotten really great feedback, and I've loved teaching it. And one of the weeks we talked about um, possessions, and it was supposed to be talking all about your material clutter and your stuff. But the road the Lord took me down in teaching this with your possessions was really all about who, you know, what we possess in Christ. And that really defines us. So I'd encourage you, if you're not part of the community, you can join. It's completely free. You can go back to the Bible study at any time and watch the videos. Um, it's completely free. I will link it in the show notes or just go to simplylivingforhim.com slash community um, and you can join us. Um, but it's it's just, you know, sort of ties into this whole topic of, you know, um, what we have in Christ. I remember, so what, like, you know, in thinking of this story with this girl, Natalie, I remember 
my life before Jesus was a constant search, a constant search for an identity and for who I was. And I never felt like I had an identity. And my identity for years was placed in many, many, many wrong things. Um, I won't get into all the details right now, but basically all the choices that I made and the dark paths that I went down were because I was seeking an identity in something. And when we are apart from Christ, we're going to seek that identity in many other things. And um, I believe, though, for Christians even, we can fall into the trap of forgetting all that we already have in Christ and forgetting that our true identity is a child of God. Our home is the kingdom of God. Our identity is the child of God. And, you know, we can very easily put our identity and our, um, you know, trying to find ourselves in so many other things. You know, we define ourselves by I'm a homeschool mom or I'm a I'm a mom or I'm a working mom or a single mom or I'm a grandmother or I am a career woman, whatever your career is. You're a teacher. You're a corporate worker. You're a real estate agent, you know, whatever it is or you know, I am a wife, I am a homemaker, I am all of these things, you know, that we, we define ourselves as when truly we are a child of God. And any of those other things are an outflow of that identity in Christ. So I am a homemaker, I am a uh, ministry leader, I am a um, homeschool mother, I am a wife. I am a daughter, I am a sister, but I do those things under the umbrella of being a child of God. And my relationship with God then defines how I do the other things. My relationship with God and who I am in Christ then defines who I am as a homemaker, who I am as a mother, who I am as a homeschooler, who I am as a sister, daughter, wife, whatever it is. My ministry, all of it, falls under the umbrella of I'm a daughter of the king. I am saved by Jesus. And I think that we make our lives so complicated because we get so wrapped up in finding ourselves when we've already been found. We are found in him. I know what it's like to live lost and then be found. But even after I found Christ, I searched. I often told the story when I became a homeschool mom, right? I put my identity as, well, now I'm a homeschool mom. I need everybody to know I'm a homeschool mom. I need a t-shirt that says I'm a homeschool mom. I need a bumper sticker that says I'm a homeschool mom. I need people to know what I do. And that was completely wrong and idolatry. I would rather people look at Karen DeBuse and just say, there's a woman who loves Jesus. Then she's a ministry leader. She's a homeschool mom. She's a wife. She's a homemaker. Those things fall under my identity as a follower and a disciple of Christ. And so we make our lives very complicated and very noisy when we get lost trying to find what we already have. 
Like I said, in our Simply Living for Him online community, in our Simply uh, Simplify Your Life online Bible study, we talked all about this, like what we already possess in Christ and how we often look at the stuff in our lives as our possessions, but we already possess all we need in Christ. I would really encourage you to go, if you want to dig deeper into that, to go into the community and join that Bible study. That is week two of our Bible study. But I also wanted to read to you now a little bit from Ephesians, um, Ephesians 1, because it really talks about who we are in Christ and all that we possess already in Christ. And it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the richness of grace, riches of grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him, we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to praise to the praise of his glory. In him, you also, when you heard the word, the truth of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him, were sealed with the promise, Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance, and we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. We have all we need in Christ. If you are feeling lost, you have been found. You can find yourself when you find him. You know, like I said, we can clutter up our lives and we can make it so complicated when we already have everything in Christ. He defines us. He has sealed us with his redemption. He is working all things for his will and for his glory. He has predestined us. He's given us forgiveness. Everything we ever want is right there. He has given it to us. So we don't want to walk as the world walks and get cluttered up with what is the will for my life? What is my calling? Your calling really is to follow God. The will of your life is to follow him. And then he gives us those gifts, those spiritual gifts we hear about. He gives us those uniquely, but we have to follow him to find them, right? We have to follow him first and foremost and seek his will. And then he's going to give us gifts to carry out his will. So we must remember our first and foremost purpose. Seek first the kingdom of God, right? Matthew six thirty three. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all of these things will be given unto you. And so we seek him first knowing that that is his will for our life. And then we can, you know, kind of get rid of that noise and that clutter. Like 
if we follow what the world says, we're just going to be running around chasing our tails because that's what the world's doing, right? Because no matter what you do in the world, if you don't have Jesus, it's empty. You can climb the corporate ladder till you burst at the top. It's empty. You can be the best homemaker, have a Pinterest perfect home. It's empty. You can, you know, travel the world and do all kinds of amazing things. If they're not done in the name of Christ, they are for naught. You know, it says in Colossians, whatever you do, you do it heartily for the Lord and not for men. And so we need to reshift our thinking and, and, and not be like, I need to find myself. You know, I, I get this whole mindset. I have teenagers, college age kids now, you know, I have one who's pretty well defined on what she feels that God has called her to do, although she's young, right? And it can change and God's path sometimes changes. But so I tell her she needs to be very aware of his voice and not get clouded out by the voices of the world or even her own voice telling her what to do, that she has to be able to discern God's will. I have a son who's going to be graduating high school this year. You know, it's like, what is the will for my life? What is, you know, what am I supposed to do? What is, what, you know, how do I find myself? And I tell him, you, what you're supposed to do is follow God and he will lead you and show you what to do. And you will find yourself when you are found in him. You will find yourself in him. So we're all running around like, you know, taking these personality tests and I want to know more about me. You want to know more about yourself? Know God. You will find yourself when you know him. He is what defines us. We are made in his image. You know, I often say like people are always like, I want to, you know, I need God so he can help me and I need, no, no, no. You know, I need God in the Bible so I can have help in my life. No, you want to learn to live your life and you need help. The Bible isn't a self-help book. Get to know God and you'll get to know yourself. You'll understand how to approach life. You'll understand everything through the lens of seeking him first and his will. And so this noisy world will tell us, you know, we need to uh, find ourselves we need to find our place in this world. Many of us feel like we're on the fringe. Many of us feel like outcasts, especially these days. There's a lot of turmoil and fighting going on and back and forth stuff. And we feel like, where do I belong? You belong to Christ. That's where you belong. And when you truly believe that and understand that and live that out, there's no loneliness. There's no feeling on the fringe because you are a child of the creator of the universe. You don't need to feel lonely. You don't need to feel like you're on the outs. You just need to say, Lord, how do I live in this world with you at the center. How do I approach this craziness and chaos? I can only approach it, Lord, with your strength, with your power. So we, we, we don't want to feel lonely. We don't want to feel like nobody understands us because God created you and he understands you. So instead of looking for ourselves in things of this world, we look to him to find ourselves. And we ask him, Lord, 
What do you want me to do in this moment? What do you want me to do today? What do you want me to do going forward? How does that look? I know this is often hard for many of us, and this is a lot of times what makes our lives so complicated, me included. I get it. So many times I'm like, Lord, I'm not like all the other speakers out there. I'm not like the other authors. I'm not like the other bloggers. I'm not like the other mothers. I'm not like the other homeschool mothers. And you know what he continues to tell me? That's right. You're not. You're Karen DeBuse, and I created you for a unique purpose. Your identity is in me. Because of Jesus, you have salvation. You have redemption. You have forgiveness. Now, walk in those things. Don't walk like the ways of this world. Walk in it. Walk in what he has given you. So I would encourage you today, don't seek this world to find yourself. Set your mind on things above. It says in Colossians 3, right? Set your mind on things above, not on this earth. If you really want to know your purpose, then you need to know the Lord. If you want to know uh, what you should be doing with your life, what you should be doing this moment, get with God. He will lead you to what you should be doing. He will lead you in his purposes for your life. He will lead you in every single thing. Like I said at the beginning, I met this girl who changed my life. Before her, I was completely lost in darkness. I didn't understand what life meant. I didn't understand why I was living. Some days I didn't want to live. But now I found Jesus. And I have my identity in him. And my life is a pouring back of praise to him for what he has done. It's not about me anymore. And that's the freedom. See, we make life so complicated because we're weighed down by the things of this world, making it all about us. When we take ourselves out of the equation and make it all about him, then he fulfills through us everything that we were created So let's reduce a lot of that stress and anxiety and clutter and confusion and stop trying to find ourselves in the things of this world. But remember that you have already been found in Christ. If you want to know more about Jesus, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't live that way, please reach out to me, message me. If you have never heard the gospel message, you don't even know about Jesus, please reach out to me, message me. Join the Simply Living for Him online community. It's completely free. We have Bible studies in there. We have great, amazing fellowship. It's designed to equip you with the word of God and in your walk with Jesus. Also, if you're a homeschooler, I have my Simplify Your Homeschool e-course right now that is available. It's an online webinar. It's four videos. You also will get discounts to personalized consulting homeschool consulting with me um, if you sign up and also my new book is being edited right now we're getting it ready for publishing this fall and that is a new homeschooling book that is coming out and I'm super excited to share that with you it's called homeschooling well we're working on the title but right now we're calling it homeschooling building a family not just a transcript so I would love for you to um, keep your eyes out for that if you need anything at any time prayer if you just want to tell me hey I enjoyed the podcast reach out to me message me email me at Karen at simplylivingforhim.com. I'd love it if you follow me on my social media at Instagram and on Facebook. Um, I love to hang out with you guys over there so you can go check those out. I'm going to link everything in the show notes. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and
adventure.